The iwi leader and climate change iwi chairs forum co-chair Mike Smith has faced off against some of the New Zealand's biggest climate polluters in the Supreme Court this week. Mr Smith is suing fossil fuel and dairy companies including Genesis Energy, Fonterra and Z Energy for public nuisance and negligence for their contributions to climate change. After the Court of Appeal threw the case out, the Supreme Court granted leave for the judgment to be challenged and to determine if it can have a full trial. Mike Smith, who has taken the case, explained the significance of being in Te Kōti Mananui, the Supreme Court, this week. The novel part of this is that it's um, what's in legal terms called a tort, which means that it's up to the judges to determine uh, new law. So it's an opportunity to introduce new law that's determined by judges, and that regard it's, um, it's setting some precedence. In terms of the arguments, as you say, when arguing and when testing tort law, I mean, it, it becomes very, very technical. And But one crucial aspect I did note, presented by um, one of your lawyers, Natalie Coates, in regards to tikanga and how crucial that part of the argument is into having the, the case heard. Using whakatauaki, one particularly from Kawiti, Titiroatu ki te taumata o te moana, how important is that aspect of this particular case? Yeah, so I heard whakatauki uh, being described as uh, the equivalent in Māori to the legal term a maxim, which is like a, a pithy uh, saying which encompasses a lot of wisdom in a, in a sentence. And so, yes, there was a number of whakatauki talked about, but I guess the tikanga element is that um, tikanga has now been recognised as part of common law within Aotearoa. So it's an opportunity to um, to bring those elements uh, into the court and to add weight to what it is that we're saying. And um, we're saying things like, um, for example, you know, our hapu, our whanau, our iwi, and, and indeed every iwi and family within Aotearoa is being threatened by climate change. And it's not just about individuals. But um, it's the collective nature of our society. And so um, by being able to reference uh, Tikanga Māori in regard to how we organise and the responsibilities that we have, that I'm not taking this action purely as an individual, but um, you know, I'm taking it recognising that the benefit will accrue to everybody across uh, Aotearoa, and not just Māori, but everybody. And um, I guess that's that sense of collective responsibility that we see um, within, within Tikanga Māori. But however, we've been very, very careful and I've been, um, you know, I don't, I'm very wary about tikanga Māori being incorporated into law because then it ceases to be our, our customary law. It ceases to be tikanga that's derived by our culture and it then becomes uh, up to judges to, to decide whether or not tikanga is in fact tikanga or not and that's not a situation that we want to see. So that we're being very, very careful to protect uh, the very uh, independent nature of tikanga Māori from being absorbed and assimilated into the law. Where to from from here? The legal strategy is one of a number of strategies that we've employed over the years. You know, we we stopped deep sea ore drilling in Aotearoa not by going to court, but by mobilising communities, um, Fano and Hapu and Iwi up and down the country, uh, paddling out in Waka and throwing ourselves in front of um, uh, drill ships and things like that. And uh, that was very very effective in turning over. Uh, or turning around a particular policy that was um, threatening to our well-being. And so this is one of many strategies, so it's by no means the only one, but it's important that we give the uh, the courts uh, an opportunity to think about these things and make some determinations, but um, should they not find it in favour, well, we'll just we'll keep going. What would be the ideal outcome? Uh, the ideal outcome is, is, that they, um, is that they say that we can go back to a full trial, 
then we can pull in all the scientific evidence um, from from climate scientists and uh, other experts, from Tikanga Māori experts who can speak to the issues that have been raised. Uh, and uh, then we can uh, hear from the um, polluters themselves, you know, as to um, as to what's their take on it. And, I mean, at the end of the day, we know that things are, are going to change. You know, Fonterra, New Zealand Steel, Genesis Energy, um, all of them have the BT mining. All of them know that the climate writing is well and truly carved into the wall now, and there's no getting over that. So it's just a question of timing. You know, we're saying that rather than to lean back from their responsibilities, they should lean forward and engage and start telling us how they're going to transition their operations to a carbon-free world. And by stalling, they just um, they deny um, not only themselves, but all of us uh, the opportunity to be resilient in the face of a global emergency and that they really do have a social responsibility, a moral responsibility, uh, and we are giving a legal responsibility to do that. And if they don't do that, um, I think that they should be held in contempt by the court of public opinion. Mike Smith there.